Welcome to the Travel Plus Loyalty Monday Morning Update. Your host this morning is Henrik Olsen. This Monday the theme is safety on board while you're traveling, and our guest today is Jesse Kim, Station Manager in Copenhagen for Singapore Airlines. But first, let's take a look at the most recent news. We saw late Friday that a volcano erupted in Iceland, but it did not impact the airlines as there is no ash cloud coming from the eruption. You may remember back in 2010 where there was a big ash cloud coming and that actually made the air traffic stand still for more than a week. Over 100,000 flights in Europe were cancelled and people were stranded for days. This time there was no such big impact for the airlines. Keflavik Airport are after a short period back in orange from red and traffic are moving to and from the airport as normal. Also, the international traffic from US to Europe is not impacted and flights have only altered their routes slightly. We see travel bubbles starting again. In Singapore, there is again talks on creating travel bubbles with China. Singapore Air's travel bubble with Hong Kong, which was supposed to begin last November, remains on ice as the city saw yet another flare-up in cases On air travel bubbles, Singapore has already opened up its border unilaterally to travels from countries and territories that have handled on the virus, such as Australia, New Zealand and China. And this has not led to community infection here. Are summer holidays possible this year? Summer holidays abroad are probably unlikely, at least to a broader number of countries. UK, for example, have under their current roadmap for easing restriction a timeline where the earliest date people in England could travel on holiday abroad would be May 17th. It seems there will be a split between those who are vaccinated and want to travel and those that are not. There are increased number of COVID-19 registered and there is a general fear of mutations and how they'll react. There is not any European country that wants to get their citizens back home from vacation with a new mutation. I will the risk be if a lot of countries allow their people to go overseas between May and August, for instance, as a result of the higher potential for bringing more of these new variants back into the country again. We mentioned May as there is rumors that US is considering opening up its borders mid-May, and if so, then people will sure travel again to the US. Airlines are of course following this with high attention. British Airways CEO Sean Doyle says that all vaccinated people should allow to be traveled without any restrictions. In essence, he says that people that are vaccinated should be able to travel without any restrictions in the receiving countries and when they're coming back home, those who are not vaccinated should be able to travel with a negative test but may face restrictions such as quarantine in the arriving countries and when they're coming back home again. It is of course no surprise to see an airline CEO making the argument for return to a relative normality as soon as possible, and we do hope that they are right. Our concern is that the timeline in terms of getting things sorted and ready in time for the summer is a little bit too strict. The amount of new bookings the market have seen for travel after May 17th is much, much higher than before the UK government announced a reopening date. So setting an official reopening date have a positive impact and something other countries seriously should consider. In an Inside Flyer article we wrote earlier is that EasyJet got an increase in bookings for more than 300% in the week when the reopening date in UK was announced. And as John Doyle himself makes very clear, he says 
The industry does need certainty. We need to get planning windows which runs more than months and not only weeks. He is also backed up by the Qantas chief executive Alan Joyce, who said that many governments were talking about vaccination as a condition of entry. The boss of the Australian airline Qantas had told the BBC last week that the governments are going to insist on vaccines for international travellers. Powerful voices are among those who disagree, including the World Health Organization. Its director of digital health and innovation, Bernardo Mourinho, told the BBC, we don't approve the fact that a vaccination passport should be the condition for travel. We don't want to set the difference between those who are vaccinated and those who are not. As another consequence of the COVID year, Etihad Airbus A380s are very likely never to operate again. Its CEO, Tony Douglas, has to say, we have now taken the strategic decision to park the A380s. I'm sure it's very likely that we won't see them operating with Etihad again. That means also a farewell to the iconic first-class apartment and the residents that they had on board the A380 aircrafts. Another airline that is struggling on Norwegian. They came out last week and said, we cannot pay all customers their money back. The Norwegian CFO said, we wanted to ensure full refunding of outstanding claims throughout the reconstruction of our airline, and we are sorry that this will not be possible. It is about 34,000 people that Norwegian still owes a refund. This was this morning's news update. Let's go over to our Monday morning theme. We will now go to Copenhagen Airport, where we'll meet station manager for Singapore Airlines, Jesse Kim, and let's hear what he has to say. My name is Jesse, I'm the Singapore Airlines station manager for Copenhagen. Uh, so basically I oversee the operations, the day-to-day operations for Singapore Airlines from Copenhagen to Singapore. For Singapore Airlines actually we stress our emphasis is always on the functionality for our passengers, making sure that they meet their connections in Singapore, but of course without compromising on our safety and security which are the pillars of our safety culture. Last passenger flight. Yeah, it was uh, it was very strange. We had our last passenger flight uh, in March, but we were fortunate because we were one of the few carriers that restarted operations really quickly uh, after a two-week period. So our first flights back were actually cargo-only flights. We were using our passenger aircrafts, our A350s, but we were only carrying cargo at that. Empty passenger flight. Yes, that's right. So it was uh, it was a very strange experience, not just for the airport staff, but also the pilots who had to fly the aircraft empty behind them. They were definitely not used to the the quietness behind. Uh, some would say it's a, it was even a little bit. The restart. Initially, when we first started up the flights, yes, the, a lot of it was to carry supplies needed both in Singapore as well as in Denmark. So the flights going both ways were carrying supplies, vice versa. The crew in the travel bubble. As I mentioned at the start of the interview, safety and security is one of the main pillars of our service culture also. And to ensure that, we actually make sure our crew are kept in sort of a travel bubble. 
from the time they leave Singapore to the time they get to Copenhagen, they are in contact with passengers and with uh, the people, the local people in Denmark. is very limited. Uh, after going through immigration, they are, they are bused immediately to their hotel where they go straight up to the rooms. They don't even go to the reception. Mm. Uh, and, they are, and they have to stay in the rooms for the duration of their layover. They are, of course, able to order room service, uh, which is then placed outside of the doors, and they have to bring in uh, the food into the room. So in that sense, they limit their contact with uh, all outsiders. This is not just only to protect the safety of our crew, but it's also to ensure the well-being for our passengers on board the flight, as well as the people back in Singapore. Because as the as a Singaporean carrier, we do have our responsibilities to the Singapore society and community. So we have to make sure that our crew do not end up bringing in the virus back to the country. Extra cleaning of the airplane. Even before COVID, we were, as you know, we are we were very particular about cleanliness on the aircraft. Mm. But uh, in today's context, on top of our regular cleaning, all surfaces are wiped down with a special uh, sanitizer to ensure that uh, there's no virus on these surfaces. On top of that, we were one of the first few airlines to introduce this uh, care kit for our passengers. So in there, you actually have face mask, a hand sanitizer, and disinfectant wipes. So if you are a passenger on a flight and you, you don't feel comfortable, you have some wipes that you can still wipe the surfaces. Service and catering. We still want to maintain our level of service and quality of the flight. So, headsets are also placed individually on the seat for our passengers, and we are and we do give them a bottle of water when they get in the aircraft. This is also to limit the contact between the crew and the passengers. There will be adjustments because of the amount of interaction a crew has uh, with a passenger is limited now. Uh, in the past, of course, our crew are encouraged to spend more time with the passengers, but right now they are not allowed to. Uh, on top of that, we have to adapt our new service. So instead of uh, three three different services uh, where we bring the appetizer, the main and the dessert, it is all catered on one tray now, together with, of course, still the wine or chat. Passengers are coming back. Well, I would, I'm happy to say it's getting more challenging now. Uh, the loads to begin with were, were quite reasonable. Uh, and as of now, even in 2021, at the start of the year, we are already starting to see an increase in the load factor. Uh, so we are being stretched on the ground, uh, as well as our resources, because uh, we, we did not expect such a significant increase in passenger numbers, even with the current situation in the countries. With this positive message from Singapore Airlines, we are now done with this Monday morning update. Thank you for listening to the Travel Plus Loyalty Podcast. And if you like it, please subscribe so you will not miss the next episode. Have a pleasant day.